This is Blee TV, the only podcast for today's best shows and movies. I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And tonight we are doing Westworld, the epic return, season two, episode one. This was called Journey into Night. Oh, uh, man. I thought you were going to toss it, and I was going to say darkness again. I was like, oh, thank God he took it. <laughs> well, let's don't fumble this immediately out the gate. You know, We won't talk about the yeah, we, complete we, mess-ups we'd had <laughs> before we get started here. But. We will talk about the things we've already edited out. Yeah. Uh, no, what I want to talk about is is that how effing excited I am to have fucking quality TV to watch because this oh the drought yes the, the drought we call Walking Dead that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the, the eight week gap of Walking Dead we just went through the rain has come uh, yeah um, uh, finally it was you know I felt like we were watching I felt like in that scene with all the you know hosts were in the water I thought that was like all the Walking Dead characters I was like yes the cleansing has happened you know but, I thought it was Game of Thrones characters <laughs> uh, I thought it was Westeros just yeah. waiting there since it's not coming this year <laughs> but uh, dude I mean how excited were y'all with this this episode. I haven't wanted to watch a TV show live in so long, and I was in front of my TV counting down, waiting for HBO to play this. Yeah, it, it was that good, man. What do you give it an overall rating, bro? Uh, I mean, I give it like a a 9 or a 10 out of just pure confusion. Um, <laughs> they throw a shitload at you in the first episode. I mean, a lot. Yes. That's thrown at you. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, on Westworld standards... It's probably like an eight, um, but once again, I'm just so pumped it's back and it's once again still gorgeous to look at. Yeah, I mean so. they gave us like even cooler things to look at, like the faceless things. Whenever yeah, the drones. Yeah, those things I, I couldn't stop looking at them. My biggest concern going into the season was, and I put this all on social media, and a lot of people were talking about this. Is I was concerned we weren't going to have a mystery this season. Well, yeah, because even Nolan had said like it's just too much work to try to put spoilers right, when you'll figure you know, it out. So when they did this episode halfway through it, I was like, oh man, look at all the eggs they're putting everywhere. Look at this. We've got two timelines, and now we've got alternate lead characters, and I mean, it's just so. So cool that they're doing this, and so I was. I've watched it twice. I was writing notes yep. down. We we're on Reddit talking to. I mean, you name it. We, we and there's just, just so much to <laughs> talk about with this episode. I, I don't even wait any longer. How about the intro. All right, did y'all notice they changed the intro? Of course, they did indeed. Okay, the big clues. You know, okay, well they went. They changed it to we have a buffalo, we have a woman and child, we have the piano player. You know, but with the drone hands. Of course, they, you notice they had these quick flashes of a mountain. They had a quick flash of what looks to be like, a, if you've watched Alton Carbon, you know, like them growing of a consciousness cell. In the, can, you know. can I just say, my brother has the hugest problem with saying altered. altered. <laughs> Every time we talk about it, it's just... <laughs> Let me find something to throw at you. <laughs> I don't understand And then, of course, all. the last scene was the hat, you know, flipping around and stuff like that. Um, these were all uniquely different. You know, um, but shout out to HBO for always having these amazing intro scenes yeah, that you oh, actually yeah. care about. Man, it's just like true detective. To me, when I feel like I was watching True Detective, like I got to watch every part of this, get every clue out of it. You know what I mean? I mean, even Game of Thrones, like they'll change it up mid season and put a building on fire or something. Yeah. So, um, no, this, but I think this yes. Westworld intros are so top notch. Uh, it's best, I think, out there. Yeah. I mean, it's like a mini, like one minute movie or something with all the graphics and stuff that they put into and, it. And watch the terror. Another excellent intro. Yes, the terror's intro is pretty impressive. Um, all right, so out of all those figures, the buffalo, woman and child, piano player, mount, all that stuff like that, what do you think the significance is of it, you know? 
right, if there's one theory out there already, I'll go ahead and post it out there, is, is that are we to say a host is going to produce a child? Okay, well, I think they're kind of hinting majorly towards that with the whole uh, Dolores and Teddy Teddy <laughs> thing, you know, like, well, what's the future? Right. You know what I mean? Is is them creating something? I don't think so. I don't think it'll be legitimately an infant child. I don't think so either. I, to me, I think it's um, who I can't. I from Tahiti. I forget her name. Um, you know, the chick who you know, the preview wearing samurai. Maeve. <laughs> Maeve. Maeve. Yeah, that's it. Maeve. Do uh, you think that this is just a symbolism of her and the child that she's seeking for this episode? For this See, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I mean, I think it would be some kind of like cohabitation between humans and okay. hosts more than anything. I just, uh, you know, there's a lot of theories out there, so I didn't know. This episode makes you feel like it's the beginning of Skynet, though. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, not, not even the Skynet. beginning. We're already here. Like, no, I'm just saying, like, if Skynet had its own island and they were testing out, you know, Terminators before mm. they turn. Yeah. I'm just like, that's what this feels like. You know, I realize the turning and they're just, you know, blowing away every guest in the park. The stuff with Dolores, it's like coming aware. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, coming online. It's, that's what it feels like to me. Yeah. Her so and Maeve. Like, like, who do you feel is more conscious, Maeve or Dolores? Um, Dolores to me. Well, it's weird. Dolores is more robotic to me. Yes. But Maeve feels more human in, in a way. Yeah. You know what it, I'm saying? With a crazy... In- she seems more just personable, I guess. Like, she can handle... Maybe Being around very, humans and stuff, I guess. Very better. powerful. Yes. And manipulative. Yeah. She's extremely powerful with the fact that she can control all no, of hosts. that. Though, you understand that she was also enhanced in yes. the last season, too. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. Her intelligence is yeah, she's, literally she's like, maxed out. Right. Right. So uh, I think, but <clears throat> I don't necessarily see Maeve and Dolores working together at the end of this. No, I think we're going to have three or four different split offs kind of in a way like i think we're still gonna have divergent storylines yeah like kind of main characters like mave dolores teddy and man in black i think are kind of gonna be the no, main bernard's gonna be a key one yeah bernard has to be in there. <laughs> like, bernard right now is the primary in my opinion true well they're putting the most focus on bernard in the first episode that's for sure and I think that's just i believe that's set up that is 100 set up to set up the timelines and everything else to me yeah I'm okay. still viewing Bernard as kind of how we viewed Maeve last year as the way to see, like the viewer. Bernard's kind of the right. viewer to me. All right, so this show is in love with multiple timelines. Yes. <laughs> are we both? I think we all three agree that Bernard is our timekeeper. Yeah. Yes, he is. Okay, so there's it's like... primary. There's clearly week before and week after. Well, it's like 11 or 12 days. Whatever it yeah. is. We, it's there's at least a week. We We've see been... the two timelines. Okay. Yeah. We, I mean, they show it. Mm-hmm. You see fresh dead bodies, and then you see later on horrific dead bodies. Yeah. So we know there's the two timelines, and Bernard's involved in both of them at the I, beginning and the end. How, I do think 10, how do you get 10, 11 days? I, I think they said it. The like, only reference he said is, is that I don't like to be a week behind. Well, no, when uh, they go into the town and everything and see Anthony Hopkins laying dead, he's like, it's been 11 days, or he said it's been 12 days since his death. Maybe I, so, I don't. I, don't I remember I hearing eleven to twelve days, eleven or twelve. Okay. So like I know it was one of those. All right. And then uh, if y'all want to challenge me, feel free to roast me if I end up being proven wrong. <laughs> Everyone that's listening, don't worry. Don't don't you worry for a second. Um, all right. So Bernard wakes up at the beach. 
Um, and this surprised me because this was, they had boots on the ground mm-hmm. immediately in the show. And I was really kind of expecting to have <clears throat> the scene of Ed Harris running for his life after being shot. I thought we were still going to be right where we left off and we did not no. um, from last season. And so this was a really kind of a surprise to me. And of course, Simon watching, I'm going to call him Simon from now on. You know, this is uh, Og. I mean, I call him Trevor. Yeah. This is Grand Theft Auto Trevor right here. Um, (laughs) Essentially. You know, he gets killed immediately. Um, They're executing (laughs) hosts and stuff. Okay, this once again, this is what's so good about this show. I talked to Zach about this before we started the pod. Like, they did that thing where you you feel bad for what is essentially a robot. Yeah. But the fact that Bernard is, like, truly struggling seeing these ones get executed... It's like, man, the fact that gives you the feels mm-hmm. just watching that is like impressive. First season did such a good job of like making you, uh, you know, have feelings for even bad guys. Like in yeah. the storyline, he's essentially a bad guy. Yeah. So, but to see him just like every once in a while turn and you yeah. see one just get blown away, I'm just like, God, man, that's tough to watch. They did it such is. a good job of making him real and, and the blood splatter. Him. And like, I mean, that was oh, well. I mean, that's part of what made it so hard to watch Absolutely. to me. It was just it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. yeah like, I mean, it was so good that it portrayed a little too human. I was like, oh, are we sure that that was a host? Like, yeah. That was, but there was also another key to Bernard waking up on the sand. His glasses were off. And yeah. he was programmed to care about his glasses, but he's not really sprinting over to him or anything. And so there's a big theory of is Bernard actually Bernard or did, is someone else's brain in him now? Okay, well, it's weird. Because that's a big detail because he cared so heavily. And the two timeline things is strange with this. Yes. Because we know in the future old, old timeline, he's struggling really bad. Yes. He's leaking out of his ear, which we see is... Brain fluid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's we find out later. Yeah, he's brain a, fluid or coolant. I'm not sure which. Whatever. Yeah. It's the fluid that surrounds his core of his yeah. head or whatever like that, um, which we see him injecting himself later. Uh, but this one, in the future, is not having these problems. At all. Almost like he was remade like last time. Um, so, like I said, that's... Yeah. So, I mean, like, it, there's theories on, there's like... not enough there. Not enough info do, yet. Are, you, yet. are we willing to say that there's also multiple Bernards or just multiple timelines? It's too early to tell. I think it's multiple timelines. Okay. Yeah, to me, it's multiple timelines. I think what you're seeing is, um, is before and after. And where it all fits in is where we're trying to figure out. They show the scenes, exact same scenes. Man in Black wakes mm-hmm. up. Will push his bodies off of himself. Genius. That's original dead bodies. Yes. Fresh dead bodies. They show that exact same area where they come and find Anthony Hopkins' dead body. That's a week or more later. Yes. So we know it's multiple timelines. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, they, they've been blatant pretty much. Yeah. Without saying it's multiple timelines, they're saying it's multiple timelines. Which means timelines. Bernard's storyline is on multiple timelines. Yes. But now we're trying to figure out if Bernard is Bernard or if there's Again, multiple Bernards. Way too early to tell. No, yeah, no telling. Right like that. Now, you do have a fly, you do have it where Bernard is like losing his mind a little bit and he has flashes of the violence mm-hmm. where they're just gunning folks down right and left and it's mm-hmm. just it's brutal. There's some really cool lines early in the in the episode where they're like, you know, define what real is and real is what's irreplaceable. There's some really yeah, cool stuff you like scare that. me sometimes. Yeah, like I, I thought that 
the opening speech between Bernard and Dolores was phenomenal again. A, yeah. I was like, wait, is this season one? Like, did, did they put the wrong episode on air? Well, it was just, it's the location is just so eerie. For anybody who's a fan of season one, you know that location's such a big deal. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is we still don't know, Which, is that a different timeline? Right. You don't know. This, yeah. Is all that you know, part this of this else. season? That, or, or is that just kind of flash of old stuff from last season? You just don't know. We have no yeah. clue. So, I mean, we could potentially be working with three timelines. It's possible, I guess. And, I mean, where they're still talking together because right now there's no reason for Bernard or Dolores to be talking together. This is true. This is very true. Um, so, the mission, once once Bernard is talking to the head guy. Now, this head guy, I know him. What, what is this he? is Floki, Floki from Vikings. Okay. Yes. Um, this is the oldest Skarsgård brother? Yes, I do believe. Yeah. Um, now, some of the theories out there now is is that this guy is not the real deal because he is so doesn't carry a weapon. He's head first, head first into everything, the whole nine yards. Y- y'all get into that? That you know that there was clues that he's too much like Bernard because they have scenes where they say the same lines at the same time and different things. Y'all catch those little clues? Anybody think I, feel that way? I I understand what people are saying, but I don't feel that way. I feel like this guy has the ego of like. The general of yeah, a company. Right. Like, I don't like to be security. a week late. I like to be able to take care of my business. You know? Like yeah. an old Roman uh, yeah. general or something. I, I feel like this guy has head of security vibe. Yes. You know mm. what I mean? He comes in the cleaner. What what did y'all think about, though, uh, the original black chick that picks Bernard up. She is. Looks v- through these red cards and realizes Bernard is high priority. Yeah, this all this is, is to me, and I know this is terrible. It makes me think. I, I work with children with special needs sometimes, and we have autistic children that carry these cards to know, to identify who are safe people, who are not safe people, right? Mm-hmm. And stuff. And so I was looking at these cards, and I was like, that, "That's very unique." But to me, that just means is that that's identification of every prized person you want to try to keep alive that might be important. But for, my it, well, my it, thing, it, it seems like she and what do we call him? What's his name? Floki. Yeah, well, I mean, on this podcast, <laughs> I'll just be known as Floki. Yeah. I will, I'll be struggling with not calling him Floki. Whatever. Head of security guy. Which also, he's a lot taller than he looks uh, like on Vikings. He has a totally different accent, yeah. totally different voice, everything. Kept waiting on that laugh, and I was like, wait, nope. nope not he's he's Floki dude. to us. Let's yeah. just call yeah. it that. Okay. okay, but the black chicken Floki guy don't seem like they're on the same page. No. Like they're well, for two different departments in a way. Well, the deal is is that they're there to kill everything. Yes. We yeah. established that. Maybe know. Hemsworth actually saves uh, Bernard's life by being like, hey, what are you going to do? Exterminate so the, the boss? That's what he says. Which is what happened to him in the first season. But Bernard is, said that to when he almost shot Anthony Hopkins. But he says, what are you going to do? Shoot the boss? Mm-hmm. And then she pulls those red cards out and finds them. And it focuses literally on the high priority at the yes. bottom. It says right. high. Yeah, it makes a point to show it. And So, so like, do they know that Bernard... I think so. Like because it it feels like they keep trying to lead Bernard into questions that kind of make it seem like he's a host essentially to uh, me. To me, I don't think anybody knows Bernard's not Bernard. That's just to me. I don't think people know Bernard's a host. I think he's Anthony Hopkins, you know, creation. Obviously, the Tess Thompson character doesn't know Hale. Yes, she's not aware. She doesn't know, and neither does Hemsworth. I guess his name's Ashley in the show. Once again, it's yeah. just starting back up, guys. Give me a break on the names. But like, you know. and he's high up there for security reasons, like in the security personnel, and he has no idea that Bernard's the yeah. host. Yeah, 
And so Delos, which is to the me, company. If Hale doesn't know, that's a big indicator. If she has her own secret lair, her own secret place on this map, that's like that, and she doesn't realize it, even with her DNA door and all this stuff like that, then to me, nobody knows. So Bernard you think Anthony secret. Hopkins hit it well enough? Yeah. That, well, I think that was the whole deal why the first season was so Ford epic. Ford hit it well Because they enough. killed anything that, you know, gave away who he was. Um, so we take a little doctor guy with them. They go and they found a, a site where all these Indians have been killed by Dolores. Um, Which, and they scalp it. I mean, there was some little, little bit of little outrage on, you know, y'all catch some of that in the social media where people were like, why are they scalping an Indian? You know, I mean, was there symbolism here? Da, 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 you know, but anyway, I didn't see them, they were Wyatt's people, weren't they? Like I didn't necessarily view them as Indians. No, these were the ghost. Yeah. Well, um, Wyatt's people, like the ghost tribe or whatever. No, no, no. Different no, group. No, no. Oh, these were Indians. The, so, Wyatt okay. people, the Wyatt's group are the ones that have like patchwork stuff all over their faces. Gotcha. And they have like uh, patchwork clothing, yeah, this was, masks. This was like representative of real Native Americans. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so they scalped. There were some people about that. That's cool just seen them, how they did the actual. Unbelievable. How yeah. real. They made it look real. <laughs> and then, of course, These, they showed you the, the scalp of the, the maze on it again. Yeah. Um, and they say, what the hell is this about? Yeah. Uh, I like this doctor character already. Yeah, uh, he's real. You know, he's real blunt. You're kind of to the point. But he looks like he's an honest dude. You know what I mean? He seems very trustworthy. Yeah, would, oddly, dude. Enough. His toolkit, uh, these knives and stuff. He's he's rocking super yeah. sharp. I mean, they were. I mean, they're almost medieval looking. They're unreal. That's a, that was what's kind of crazy. That was like his field kit. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it's very um, unsanitary out here. You know, <laughs> I didn't catch any of that stuff on social media and stuff. But I think that's just unwanted outrage yeah. i mean yeah, this serves right. a big people purpose. are gonna find a pr- yeah. problem to complain about and they find it you know but i love how he says this is gonna get gross yeah you know and, he's- and it really does like i mean blood starts and then he cracks the skull and everything i was hooked on yeah. this i don't know he, he, he looked like he used a pair knife to take the skull off and i'm guessing the skull is not really like a skull i mean i think <laughs> it's just like a little thin layer <laughs> well what he's doing is he's just breaking yeah. it around the edges it's like a hard-boiled egg just a little, yeah, a little he, crack to get right. into that but uh, yeah, so they pull the the the, the you know the CPU core whatever. You okay, call so it. this is obviously massive. Yeah, this is the first time we've seen the their brain, I guess, computer unit or whatever the CPU. Yeah, the CPU of the, of the now of does the this does this bother anybody based on all the headshots that we've seen that there's no blood inside this scalp and the skull and all that stuff. You understand what I'm saying? It it's did a lie. clear liquid mm-hmm. with a computer unit inside of it and when you take a headshot like it does it looks well there's still like the right anatomy but if this is what's inside all of the hosts it doesn't match it doesn't fit just right to me that is one detail that does not match is that because you, you go back to season one and you know how many of those those uh, hosts got shot through the face or the head and it's a massive amount of red blood coming out but I mean and there's still blood like in the skull and everything not enough to make for what they show and here's the thing it's the first time they showed the stuff leaking out of Bernard's ear, yes. right? When they take a headshot and that stuff's inside of them, that ought to be, be just oozing, pouring out of their face. Out. It really should. You know and what I'm it saying? never has. I don't want to bitch about it too much because there's a weird thing where they walk in there like, here's one. You know what I mean? Almost like these are different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then there was the fact that the video that shows Dolores killing this guy looks like he takes a headshot. He does. But he doesn't have any facial bullet, does he? Or head wound? No, because the second shot she hits him with while he's on the ground it was an insta-death. Yeah. To me, there's only one place you shoot 
it's insta death like that. Did I miss it? Maybe I don't know. I don't you think didn't. so. I, it was puzzling to me. But you bring up a great point with the whole blood and the headshot. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Now look, you're not full of blood in your head anyway. Yeah. But you know, head wounds bleed like crazy. You know, you, yeah. everybody everything's pumping their, up to it. So. Scratched their scalp before. My son did it. It's insane how much blood comes out of a little tiny scratch in your scalp. Cool. I'm to, I'm okay with a little bit, but it's like that that thing inside the head made me like like why isn't that oozing out and stuff like that. That's a fair. It's a misdetail. It's a misdetail. This show is fantastic with details. I don't want to bitch about it too much, but but also Dolores riding a horse and mowing people down—one of the most attractive things I've ever seen. <laughs> like she became insanely hotter this season. I, I don't know if it was just. Problem is, I wish she was a little more steady with that rifle. The rifle that was thing bouncing was, around yeah. all over the place. I mean, there's yeah. no way she's actually hitting these. <laughs> I was shots. about to say the exact same thing. She was shooting. But there wasn't nothing yeah, like in the vicinity. Basically, shooting them on the downswing. Yeah, that's what it's kind of like. I, I, I took it as the rule of cool, <laughs> just because we know she can't shoot. Like Teddy tried to train her. And rule so, of cool was fantastic. I don't have a problem with the rule of cool. It looked awesome. Yep. The, the visuals of it was amazing. When they showed her in a profile, <laughs> and that gun is just like whapping up and down like she's on a eagle. Uh, it's just like. I, <laughs> She's like she's on the Kentucky Derby you know, coming down the last furlough. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. She might as well rode in on Falcor. I mean, it just, <laughs> that thing is whapping up and down. Falcor. Uh, so, there uh, it is. There it is. I don't know. But visually, yeah. amazing. I mean. So we bounce back to the old timeline, and we've got um, Bernard and Hale and a few other partygoers in the barn. And um, I'm going to call him Simon just because it's Walking Dead. But he's outside with his buddies drinking his milk or his juice, whatever this stuff is. And he's shooting at the woman who has a drink on top of her head. And uh, Is this showing that they still can't, like it's a struggle for them to shoot a person? I think this is just torture. I just think it was more of just having fun and it's in line with what their personalities were in their storylines. And this is how they are morphing it into having fun killing people. Okay. Does That's that how I sense? took it. Yeah. To me, because like that was perfect, that character when he was playing the part in the storyline of Westworld. So to merge it into, well, that's just me being me and, and, yeah. and shooting this person, you know? So like, I'm the biggest, baddest person here. I don't have any worries. Let's have a little right. bit of fun with it. And the thing is, with a show that's so gratuitous with violence, to let this just be a bullet hole that bleeds yeah. and hear the thump and the fall over, it's like, well done. Yes. <laughs> this is Ch- change it up. Done. I like well, it. Yeah, just the non-visual in the slump and the, the yeah. barn door moving and everything. Oh, man. You know, Give it, was, it to the Foley artist, to the the dummy artist that, you know, well, it's probably actually a person that does that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, dude, this is excellent. Yeah. Um, so then the stable boy comes in. And God, <laughs> this was, you're talking about brutal. <laughs> and this was just basically a, like, a vignette of mob mentality. Yeah, now, the other thing here that bothered me about this scene, it wasn't really bothered me, but I, I question it. The rest of the hosts are out killing. Why the staple boy is still in character? Well, that's what Bernard was trying to get across to him. Some of them are not violent. Some of them aren't turning violent. Right. You know, some a lot of them ha- don't have that violent streak ever in their storylines. True. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like if you've never had that and never had to deal with violence ever, stable boy has probably always been stable boy. Okay. I was curious about it. You know, I know he said like that. I just kind of it puzzled me a little bit. 
And then to watch what the guests do to it, you know, just take him down and stab him with the pitchfork, man. Brutal. <laughs> I, I was a little surprised where they stabbed him. Yeah, it was just in the abdomen. Kind of in the... Yeah. I mean, maybe he was unconscious at first, but it was like, uh, this could have gone terrible bad, yes. you know, for this show. Uh, but it ended up being a little tamer than I expected. Yeah. No doubt. Um, so it cuts back to Dolores, and now we have Dolores talking to some other guests, and she's got them hanging by a tree. You know, one girl's holding on Stand, by her heels. Standing on crosses, yeah. Props crosses. to this woman standing on this cross in high heels. Oh, yeah, man. Like, and I, leaves them there, too. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't knock the crosses away or nothing. It's just, you know. Which, correct me if I'm wrong. They could have easily just taken those nooses off, right? No, their hands are tied. Well, in front of them, though. Like, I mean, I figure you could just kind uh, of. I don't know. You know, you have to be able to separate your hands to pull the noose and the string. Okay. You can't. Yeah, there's no way to put both hands up on one side or the other side to remove a noose. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, but My understanding is you have to have slack to remove a noose. So that means your body has to go higher for there to be slack for the thing to come out. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but you so also... So you can't... Basically, they would have to step up on the top of the cross okay. to get themselves a foot higher and, and balance need- yourself just long enough to pull that to have slack and then fall out of it. I think you'd still need two separate hands, though, because you got to be able to pull up on the coil while you pull out slack. So, you know yeah, what I'm saying? I mean, I guess the way it goes, <laughs> they're screwed. Yeah, they're yeah. effed. <laughs> Horrifically. <laughs> I hope gym class is big well to you. Do you, but you uh, know what I enjoyed about the scene more than anything is when they were riding away? How about the beautiful landscape, dude? It's <laughs> <laughs> just one solitary yeah. tree. Yeah. three, three people hanging on a cross. Like, <laughs> on toast, but the landscape was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what we always talk about this show is it's just gorgeous yeah. to watch. Even when something terrible's happened on the screen, it's like, geez, man, they spared no expense on the lighting and the Yeah, I mean they really did scenery the visuals, man. Yeah. Because so, like the entire time, like as she's like giving them the speech and they're begging for their lives, I was like I really was like you like, man, this is a beautiful shot. Like I mean we take everybody out of this. I'm I'm still just looking. <laughs> Little lens flare. And Dolores and the coldness and ro- like you said, the roboticness of her speech to all of them. Dude, it's just they're begging for their lives and she's just she don't even she don't even blink funny. But I love how she's like, you know, what's your priority? Is that what they said? Or like that? And she's like, please just let us go. I don't want to die. And she's like, survival. Yes. Yeah. That's your number one thing or whatever like that. But you also have other stuff. That's when she's talking about. And that's why we were made. Mm-hmm. So y'all base your, and yeah, the violence your, and your dark, you know, fantasies. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So you can live out the other things that are in your base personality. Yeah. So. And personally, I think I would be able to grovel a little bit better than that dude if my life was depending on this. Because his groveling was very mediocre at best. I mean, after seeing what they did to your homie and the chick, yeah. I'm just like, just kill me. Like, just I'll accept just it? head or... butter in the crotch and just like, <laughs> go to town. Crotch Do butt? best I can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you're just going to hate me. I'm not going to step up on this cross. Yeah. Like, what am I going to stand here and die um, later? All right, dead weight. I'm just going to lay right here. Yeah. You know? uh-huh. Either we're, we're dropping me from this top I branch. I like I passed out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this should probably just pistol whip you to death. I'll take it. That's probably Get better. Get the axe. Than... No, I'm not. I'm alive. I'm up. I'm up. I'm good. Get the axe. Yes. Start, start with the foot. Okay. Okay, guys. You can hang good. Me. I'll hop up myself. We're good. Give me the rope. The, the mave. Oh. <laughs> Chop off your favorite body part and feed it to you. <laughs> I wrote you that line. <laughs> Bit broad, if you ask me. All yeah. right. So Ed Harris, Man in Black, William. Um, 
he like I said, we rolled the bodies off of him. He's got his wound on his arm. He heads over to you know, I guess his cabin. That he yeah, has. his cabin where his horse is, and then. Another party guest comes up and starts barking at him about how I'm going to have my lawyers tear you apart and get your head blown right off. Where's quality assurance? Yeah. <laughs> my lawyers are going to have this boom. Yeah. Um, so then we have two people shooting at him while he's at the well. Uh, he's able to take the water bucket and succumb one and take out the other and but, cut his one's throat. But you forgot the line, though. He comes and pets the horse and he goes, we're going to have some fun, fun now. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then when he comes back from this brutal exchange, he's like, Told you so. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, the thing I loved about the scene was he hid behind a well, something that's actually kind of bulletproof. You know, like yeah, realism like, put into anybody it. Anybody else was screwed. You know, and you got two guys coming at you with guns and like that, and he found a pretty good way. And what I like it was believable. Yeah. You know, to me, a lot of so many people would have fumbled that. In The Walking Dead, you know, he would have like <laughs> Peter rolled over by the fences, and they'd hit every board except for the ones he's standing by, and. You know, it would just been bad. But anyway, um, really cool. Cuts dude throat. The special yeah. effects on that was legit. Uh, After he served as a nice bulletproof vest, his reward was a nice <laughs> slit throat. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty good. Ed goes inside, takes care of his wound, and then puts the hat on. And the best facial shot of the entire episode when he's just slight covered in blood. Yeah, agree. shadow over his eyes. Yep. I mean, it was perfect. I'm absolutely stoked to see what happens with that. Not Harris to mention, season. by the way, s- simple little thing, but he turned away after he had fixed his arm. Dude, Ed Harris is rocked. Jacked. Yes, he's rocked. He's got the <laughs> tricep. <laughs> this tricep was just out there. Oh my you god! You see his forearm. It's like how old is Ed Harris? And my man is still rocking it, dude. Ed Harris. Yo, he like, beat up three of me at one time. <laughs> Ridiculous. He, he could take know. all three of us in this room at the same time. It would at be like, age seventy-two or whatever he is, Ed Harris, his his street cred was raising by the second. Oh, he's got that old man strength right now. Yeah. I guess in the first season you never saw him without his you know full jacket full and tire yeah. on. Now I'm like, good God, oh, just yeah. tear your sleeves <laughs> off and go beast mode. Sun's <laughs> out, guns out. Oh yeah, Man of Black. <laughs> Just no bad. man in black here. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> man in uh, yeah. wife beater <laughs> with, with the cowboy hat. I actually know that that, that fits perfectly. <laughs> Just come out Magic Mike style cowboy hat. <laughs> JDY playing in the background. <laughs> Dolores. We're gonna move on phone. now, girls. I don't know what y'all are watching, but we're not watching that. We're really gaying out for Ed Harris. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Teddy. All right. So we cut over to Maeve. And now this is Maeve going through the control area, uh, the, you know, the headquarters area. You know, the cool little shot of it being on top of like, like a Rocky Mountain or another Rocky Mountain. Like, what a do you step. Call? Yeah, a big step. And uh, room by room, just death and carnage everywhere. How many extras were dead on the floor of this episode? Uh, oh, man. And I'm assuming this is immediately as the hosts are taking over. Like, this is picking hear, up. You still hear people dying. Yeah, yeah there's still like people. Like, she goes by that one girl who's still, you know, dying and breathing things like that. Um, and you can see people, you know, soldiers still come in. The whole nine yards. All right, Key's thing here, some of the Easter eggs we noticed, okay? Or at least I, the bear in the main room, okay? A lot of people were questioning that, just like we talk about the tiger later on being mm-hmm. out of place. Um, are we just say that, you know, we're just saying this is one animal that got loose from room like when they sold the buffalo, you know, and we well, say this just got loose. I think the- so. I think the bear is just because a bear is plausible in this area. Um, you, you think the bear was used to kill some of the people in the in control, control room? 
I, um, I mean, it was in there. You'd die of shitting your pants to death. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be terrified. I, I have no idea. They could be from another world. Because I think we are confirmed like seven worlds in this one. Well, um, we know of six for sure. Yeah, yeah, we know okay, six. so it's six. Well, um, they say park six. Yeah. So we're, I mean, we're pretty assume. sure that the Bengal tiger is from the Asian side. Yeah. You know what I Shogun mean? world, I think, is what right. it's so called. So we're... That's park six, yeah. as it would appear. Right. Um, um, so, in the control room like that and so on, we studio see the buffalo. Again, that was an in intro, the buffalo. And if y'all remember, the coolest preview for this season was the soldiers getting ran over yeah. by partially With completed... Half, like, half buffaloes. Half <laughs> buffaloes. And um, was it was there cattle in the mix, too? I can't remember. It seemed like I just remember Buffalo, but... But, you know, I was thinking, oh, Buffalo, Buffalo, we're about to get a scene. And we didn't, but still. <laughs> um, so, we get a scene of the writer still alive, and the cannibal is chasing him. You know? And this, okay. this guy is pretty freaking cool. The first time they show him, though, I thought he was CG. Did anybody else get that weird feeling? When he no. pops up over the desk and he's looking at you, it's like, man, that looks weird. He looks like he's CG. And then the rest of the time, he's totally fine. But I was like, odd. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe it was just me. Yeah, I didn't get that. It vibe. was just you. Okay. Yeah, yeah I think it was just you. <laughs> um, but creepy as hell, man. Yeah, he's like, um, what did he say? Why does he eat the people? Um, it was something about it becoming sour or something, I think. But no, he's just like, you never kill for whatever reason, which is why I always eat you know, the... But then he dies. Yeah. Or he gets he's he frozen. He frozen. Um, now, she didn't give a command, though, did she? Yes, yeah, she froze him. Like the guy kept saying, "Please yeah. motor function." She said, "Stop," and he stopped immediately. Well, she says, "I think that'll do," or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like she didn't really. I don't think she actually has to say anything. That's right. She can just almost kind of do it telepathically. Well, and we learn that from Bernard, as long as two hosts are near each other, correct, they, they pass information. Correct. So she can just control them. I think. Period. Almost like uh, Ford. Yes. yes. So maybe she's the new Ford. I- yeah. I don't want to throw We're too much into out the there deep yet. rabbit yeah. hole there, boy. Um, so anyway, they come together. They're going through room by room. Of course, they're going to the main control room. There's nothing but death. Now, would you keep the writer alive? Because I'm having a little he problem with why she's keeping him alive, though. Uh, I don't really see a reason for him. I guess. Well, after he well, tried to throw her under the bus there for a second, I would have killed him. Yeah. Because like his uh, loyalty's not going to help you. I don't see him really. How badass are these red P90s? Oh, my God. They're gorgeous. <laughs> Sick. Like, yes. I immediately wanted to go buy one. Like I was uh, afraid. No. No. Oh, Number yeah, one purchase is these badass 4x4s four these dudes are running around. Oh, oh there's yeah. no doubt. And they're real. Are so they I'm really? Like, some company oh, yeah. makes those bad boys. I'm like, where they do you were, get your hands on one of them? They were insane. Amazing. I need one of those. Oh. Insane, amazing, so badass. The amount of fun we could have. Like, maybe we could just make that like a uh, company I'm, purchase. I'm getting up my truck right now. I'm just trying to work. <laughs> just it rock it. So <laughs> sick. Feel um, free anyway. to sponsor us at uh, Bleed TV Podcast. <laughs> yeah, and, really. uh, we'll take all donations for <laughs> ATV. But yeah. yeah, Maeve fakes being a you know a victim. Dan's on distress. Um, Perfect. Like I mean, I was completely sold on it and everything. <laughs> like the writer, or maybe some of them are just dressed to look like us. Don't blame him one bit. Yeah, so very very convenient that hosts come in to start shooting them. At this point, I don't think it was convenient. I think she had sent out a request or something. It's very possible if she's in distress that she can 
Possibly. Calling whatever, but. It's thin, but okay. Um, again, they start shooting them. There's a firefight. Two or three hosts go down. Uh, she grabs a gun, takes out the, the primary guy. Bad, nasty, you know. She looks weird holding the P90 shooting. Yeah, yes. she's not very comfortable with it. It's because she's like, she's like crouching one time and. She like takes too long. Just spray and pray. Yeah, that's all I want to see her do. <laughs> yeah, just treat it like a video game. Like I don't need you to be an expert or anything. Yeah, either. just there's no aiming involved. Just drop them. Yeah, yeah. just go to town. Uh, I don't want to see her like. I don't need to see her in like a badass pose or no, like that. No. It's like I don't want to see that with Maeve. And like I've never shot a P90, but I'm assuming the recoil's not that hard or anything. So there's like no recoil. Yeah. So yeah, like you said, just spray and pray. Yeah. Rule of cool. Let's do that. Again, like you were talking about, the writer says, hey, this is the area, Sector 15. There's nothing but rolling hills and pasture, plains people. Duh, Pretty duh, duh. boring Pretty for boring, you. Pretty boring, yeah. you know? We kind of wasted you over there, in my opinion. I thought she was about to slice and dice him. Saddled she- you with a kid. Yeah. Was really, I was like, Whoa. I was like, uh, your life into your hands with each word you Yeah, say, I man. thought she was, like, was going to grease him right there. Where I could take my fingers, and I thought she was like, and run them through your skin into your eyeballs or something, whatever. Yeah. She was just like, yeah. Because he, he's just like, keeps like hammering the one thing that she wants, which is this kid. And like, right. he just makes it worse. And he's like, it's not even real. We just wrote it. Yeah, it's not like, your kid. You, you know, it's just a story, right? <laughs> so they get upstairs and they find Hector. And Edgar's up there drinking, and he's got about uh, at least 20 bullet holes in him. I couldn't be more pleased, though, to see a character. Oh, yes. yeah. I was like, so happy. And he's drinking. Oh, yeah. just having the time of his I life. I don't know what the hell she was talking about. I need to find a bar. Yeah. The nearest bar. Not the even a bar. Yeah. yeah. I was like, who's at the bar? And then to see the blood trail leading up the stairs and stuff, and I was like, somebody's like bleeding out. And then I saw, I saw this Hector. I was like, ah. <laughs> Thank yes. God. And like, yes. I can only assume that she just lowered his pain tolerance or whatever. Somehow for him know. to still be alive. I, to me, I think she, he was enhanced. Uh, it doesn't make sense because the girl got her arm ripped off. That was the, you know, the armistice. Yeah. yeah. And was shot to pieces and died at the door. But he it looks like he was shot just as many times. But he was fine. But that's the thing. If a host is shot, why do they die? In the well, chest. It's programmed. Area. It's programmed. Like They're you know, programmed if you're to if die. you're hitting a critical area, mm-hmm. you know, that system is being you're supposed to act like you're died. But we, now we know where they're programmed. Yeah, it's all right. it's in their head. Unless you just take a you know shot to the face so, and head. And then you learn that from the Native American guy. He was shot. He was on the ground. Yeah. But it wasn't until he gets hit in the head that he actually goes offline. So it's like all his wounds were in his chest. You know, his abdomen. That's what it looked like to me. Yeah. So I'm like, so if she's telling him no. You don't have to f- drop. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. So if that's the case, then he can take bullets as long as he doesn't take a headshot. I guess. That's fair. Or he's not, you know, or, you know critically damaged or whatever. Yeah, right? he had bullets everywhere. But yeah, but I mean, they're all like not in any of the joints or anything. So. Right. That's just like fake anatomy inside yeah. there. So. Um, you know, I was really surprised they didn't show her healing more of him. Like they healed a few wounds and then off it went. And then it made the guy get naked and... Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think we would have spent forty-five minutes just watching her fix. Uh, it was a lot of holes. Hector. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I just. But I love the fact that they roll in his cart of all his old stuff. He's like, got oh, his, I, yeah. I think I got a most holster. of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I missed you, baby. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it makes I mean, him get naked. HBO, you know, always. Well, well they saw start treating them like they've been treated. Yeah. Right. You know, all this time. 
And yeah. HBO giving us gratuitous nudity just to give us nudity. And but also giving us male frontal nudity. Yep. That full is what... Linger. Not even just like... It not, was a not full a flash. Ling- yeah. We're talking hanging out there. No. And the thing was, there was an article right before the season came out about mm-hmm. how there's going to be less nudity in Westworld this season. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I think there was, because you see I think that's one it. female... Laying on the ground, just topless. Yeah. That's it. And then you get this full male nudity, right? Yeah. There's a couple other nude guys on the ground. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe so. Yeah. Well, um, and we kind of have the dude being in the with uh, Hale and full Bernard. Bush. Yeah. yeah. Bushka. Uh, either way, I'm just saying they might be just shifting it. Avoid, you know, the, the whole trope of only females being naked on screen. Now they're like. Just a random gratuitous male nude scene. Just throw it in there and yeah. linger on it. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was a three, strong four linger. Seconds yeah. linger. It's like if you're going to be a male on this show, get ready. You have to be ready for full male nudity. I mean, it's, yeah, that's basically how it works. It's like waiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. All right, so it jumps back over to Bernard, and this is where we get Hale goes to this rock. Um, back up. This is where we There's get Bernard, and when they go over to it, they see this, you know, this Bad trap. Yeah. ATV again. ATV, and it's got these guys trapped there, and of course, Bernard's like, you know, something's not right. Um, and somehow it gets and Hale's it attention. Didn't look right. Yeah. The guy just standing there next to it, I was like, yeah, this don't look right oh, at yeah. all. Totally trapped. <clears throat> and so they went up there, and I'm talking just greasing folks, right and left. Um, There's a thing of beauty. Let one guy run, and then don't kill him. Remember, they let the guy run. She greases the chick. I mean, oh brutal. yeah, we they did. never chase the guy down. At least they don't show him chasing I, him down and killing him. I just assumed there was a long sniper shot or something for fun. But you're right; we never get any confirmation. That but that it makes dude... me wonder: is this one of the people that's priority of some kind, or Ooh. like, do they know? Now, this is host looking mm-hmm. at a guest, so that doesn't make sense necessarily. But why let him run? And then kill the rest of the party. There really is zero sense to let any. To me, I have no rhyme and reason. I don't either. That to was me, something that makes just me feel like it was an edit. Like they forgot to show them shooting him as he ran away. Yeah, you know? I felt like we were watching the Quick and the Dead, and they're like, "Time's up!" And bam, bam, as he's running out of the town. You but know? I feel that's less likely on this show than it is. I agree, but to me, it's a loose end that doesn't make sense. So yeah, maybe I, we come I, back to it. The only thing I think is maybe it's like kind of like a Judas Goat type of deal, where it's like keep one alive. Lead you to the another pack of people, take them out, keep one alive. Lead you to another pack of people. So I'm gonna have to look, go back and watch just to see this guy's face. Yeah, just to remember yeah. who he is. Oh, you, see. you you know you would know him immediately. He, yeah, he had some like grizzly teeth and he was an ass. And trust me, you would recognize him in a heartbeat. But I, I like what you I like where you're going with it. There's maybe well, so just, you don't have to hunt. They didn't show it on screen. No, he, he, they purposely say run, and yeah. then she's sitting there snarling and just takes one in the face. Yeah, oh, yeah. no, no time to grovel or anything, just straight death. Yeah, you know that's something else this show does. Like it doesn't matter, male or female, oh, they will blow it. your face right off. You're taking it, no matter what. You know. Um, now, ooh. and do we feel like they didn't see Bernard and Hale hide behind a rock? Like she's wearing a bright ass yellow dress. Like, yeah. No. Okay. It was far enough for me to say it was okay. But now they go. Yeah. Now they go to wait, a to a rock. She lifts. Well, she, he says, "That's the only terminal within miles of here." And she says, "No, it isn't." Which and is takes she? Him, 
to the special terminal. Does she know a little bit too much about this place for y'all's liking? To me, this is a huge, this is a huge Easter egg of she has her own place Mm -hmm. and with her own things going on, her own drones, her own door with DNA coding, the whole nine yards. Um, Even everything about this for Bernard to be oblivious to it. Because she was like brand new to the place when she was introduced last season, right? Well, you don't know that. No, we just know she's the boss. Okay. We all you know is boss. They never talked about her time frame. Um, but you also look at this too is that she's pretty young, first off. Well, yeah. here's the other thing with this too is that who knows if she's real? And that's another thing a lot of people are talking about is is that, you know, she could be something that's a plant there. There's a lot of different theories on that. But the other part is is that her having this location and being able to have all this, is this something she was given information to use or is this where she's been going? You know, there was a lot. She seemed very familiar with it. You know. Okay, so here's just my theory okay. on what I think this could end up being, right? Mm-hmm. So we now know this is a big island. Okay. We see in that China. All, this is in China. It's in China. China. We see that with the uh, what I'm assuming is a Chinese military Naval speaking for, yeah. to Floki guy. Well, and they say three things in Chinese. It was uh, kind of translated. Apparently, it was an American accent, terrible Chinese accent. I think the first one was, you have a few hours, you need to get out, and then something else. Okay. Anyway, so if the company Delos, or Delos, yeah. or whatever the hell it's called, um, were to buy this island, right? And they actually created this facility first. Right, the one she knows about that nobody else knows about, only to then hire Ford and Bernard mm-hmm. to create the game on top of it. Now, all the massive theories are going to come in about why they track the DNA of guests. Yes, and stuff like that. All right. Do we want to talk about like the most popular ones right now? Or but but I'm saying is was the game built just to bring you know, well-to-do people to the park for this reason. Not just to make money, but for this. For power, essentially. Right, because you think, if they know, if they've literally been recording the sessions Mm -hmm. of the guest, they've been keeping their DNA, all their information. And in the disclaimer, it says they get to keep your skin cells, any DNA left. Anything, right. So, what? just thinking in today's form... Blackmail, cloning, cloning. Um, I think is the biggest thing. I mean, it's just the sky is the limit. With you could use this information to damage people or to help people. I mean, or to take over the world. Like I mean, as real preposterous money, as that says, me real power and money comes from information. Yes. So it's like if you hold all the info and all the weight against somebody or for somebody, that's the real power, not the money necessarily. But even so, if you're recording, like say. A president or something. Influences power. That's what I'm saying. But if you can influence people one way or another by releasing a tape of a candidate raping seven women and murdering all of them because you have it. Yeah. Even though it's legal and completely okay, would that person be able to run? To to me, I don't think it's that simple. To me, I think the whole DNA thing and what we're talking about later is more what it's heading to. I think this was built after. Because, I mean, even in first season, you know... Um, 
you know, Hopkins and Arnold and all that, they created all this, and then it was being bought. You know, that was the whole deal in the first season. I think this was brought in as a way to make sure, since you're doing nothing but whales, people can, who can afford this kind of stuff and do it, this is a way of gaining access to them by by DNA and everything else and using that for influence down the road. That, that's well, how that's you maintain I, power. But that's what I'm saying, too. There's no way they could have added this facility Without Ford, Ford and Bernard were there. I don't know. That park is so enormous. Ford I don't care. is literally Ford, yeah. terraforming the island himself to change things. I don't Ford know. just created the technology a technology there looked current. It does. Instead of what it had instead of saying it was built in the beginning. So maybe we're looking at That's it wrong. what I look at. Maybe I, Ford's I in on you. this part. Because <clears throat> I just find it so hard to believe that there's something in this facility. That Ford doesn't know about. That's true. For all you know, Hale is just the the next version of Arnold. That's what I was about and to ask. She comes in as the boss from season one, and the entire big mind trip is is that you think she's the boss of and giving you know old Hopkins a hard time. The reality of it is, it's just another puppet for him. It's just an illusion that See, someone else has power over him. I think I would have gone with that if the little boy didn't show up later. Little boy Arnold. I think that's. I think the little boy was just to show that Arnold's still around. Because I no, don't think he's dead. The little boy. The little boy, boy is Hopkins. Sh- the yeah. little boy is Hopkins to show you. Oh, I know. And he and the statement he makes is so powerful. Is so powerful. Which, All right. Well, before we get there, while we're in this built-in facility, okay, we're going to the ground and the drones. Okay, cool ass drones, dude. With oh, no face. Terrifying. Creepy as shit. Now, given it's an actor in a rubber suit. Yeah. But oh, well done. Absolutely. But well done. Super skin tight. Um, and the whole nine yards. But dude, the first time they show up behind Bernard, dude, when it just kind of walks up behind him, dude. I'm like, dude, that's like a like a moment from Alien. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you shit your britches. I mean, it was just, really cool. Yeah, and it was like, I don't care how many times I've seen those, I'm not going to be half as calm and cool collected as Hale is. It just wants you to move, bro. And I was yeah. like, no! You know, the lack of a face was more intimidating than oh, anything. Yeah. It was just unreal. And the right. eeriness behind the entire scene and everything. So this is where we see Bernard is, finds out he's corrupt. Mm-hmm. They give us that huge Easter egg that we're able to pass information by being in proximity, mm-hmm. like a colony of ants. <clears throat> he takes the fluid out of the skull, puts it into himself to help you know the corruption. While um, she's conveniently changing. Yes. Okay. Uh, into a, a much less attractive outfit, by the way. <laughs> but he he asks about... So y'all are collecting data on guests, and they focus on a host. Yes, that's naked, laying on the thing. Right. Why? What data is that host collecting? Are they collecting things off of the host? I think that was since they were sitting there nude. I think they were getting DNA. I think anything because they took the CPU out of it, and they were taking the visual images. You know what? They showed it. They showed him swab his penis. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they were doing. They were taking they, the you female. Saw, there was a female that was yeah. on him. You saw the storage racks that had the DNA samples and yep. everything like that. That's so, what it is. <clears throat> this is nothing more than a collection. The, the drones were collecting everything, yeah. uh, everything like that, and so on. So this is purely what that is. So I'm assuming, like with all the guys, they just get the semen, and then, like you said, with the females, they just get it off. I guess off whatever's left of the dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever's Pull left it right off there. Um, so that's what you see there. And then, like you said, now, when she was on the computer screen, her her password was important. What was her password? Uh, X-Omega. X-Omega. Did you see the logo that they were using? The logo had a really cool, not an infinity symbol, 
but it, I, it's hard to say verbally what it looked like. But if you get a chance, there's some people out there who have taken pictures of it. Of course. And it's got some really cool little deals, and it's kind of a little Easter. I get this is all stuff you got to store because this is all going to become important later. Yeah, but hold on. <clears throat> maybe. Well, We've maybe also, it's all red herrings. We don't even know. To me, I think every detail is important in the first, in the first episode. We've also seen her have sex with Hector. We've seen Hale. She did that in the first season. Yeah. So is she not worried about them taking her DNA? Because I guess they could already take it. We can't know. We just don't know enough yet. Well, this just came to me because it's like, if you know that you're taking DNA's people, why would you freely give it? Well, I think you would pick and choose who who you're getting DNA of. Why would you look for yours? <laughs> you have I mean, yours. Yeah, but they the have company, her DNA because hers, hers was what got opened the door. That's fair. Okay. You know what I mean? So there's really no point. Um, well, they said the door gathers your DNA. Well, it checks, yeah, it checks your DNA uh, to make sure you're able to come in. And so when Bernard, I thought that was another big thing. Bernard going to the door and using it and it yeah. not being a problem. Well, he was scared to he touch was. the door. Yeah, that's me. That, that tells me that he's a host, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, to me, that's just like. <laughs> Uh, Ford thought ahead, and he knows about this facility, and he gave him Arnold's DNA. Is my assumption. I mean, I it's just, tough, man. I just don't see how Ford could have known about this. I don't see how he couldn't have, though. Like, oh I mean, no, it's, it's crazy the way. But. It would have to take a few more big breadcrumbs or something else to make it say, "Holy crap, that makes sense now." True, but you I'm know. just going to go out on the limb and say that he's God and just knows. You know, like I'm, maybe there's a seismic graph that he was able to take or. It, Anna, the, all this stuff was up in the air, mm-hmm. and when the little kid shows up with the man in black, I'm like, he may have planned all of this. Yes. Correct. All right. The last thing about her, she says, you know, extraction is suspended. Um, the package is it's or, been delivered. Yeah. Well, to her knowledge, she says extract immediately. They say. Extraction suspended until receipt of package. Mm-hmm. She says package has been delivered. Extract immediately. And they, then they say, no, waiting for package. Mm-hmm. Um, then we find out who the package is. Well, I mean, we kind of knew it was Abernathy just because he had been, she had loaded him up with all the information and stuff in the last season. See, okay, so I forgot about that. Okay, yeah. Because um, she had loaded him up with that yeah, terabyte he, hard drive. Right. Yeah, he's got all the data. Yeah. So I know he's so important now. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember, was he on the train that Maeve was supposed to leave on? I don't remember how he was supposed to be extracted because it was supposed to be done quietly. I don't remember. They don't show it, I think. They show her go into the cold storage and just fill random, them up. Yeah. And then later on, we see that they're all gone. We don't ever see the fact that he's specifically yeah, taken. Yeah, and they give you a clue where he is in the... <clears throat> in the map, and, you know, so they have a location for mm-hmm. where they're searching for. Yeah, but that's as far as we get with that. Um, okay, and that pretty much clears up the underground bunker, right? Correct. Now the next part is the you know uh, William comes up, yep. and you know there's dead guys there, and all of a sudden the little boy comes up, and his voice is distorted. I had to rewind this five times to okay. listen to every word so he said. This some was, of it was it was supposed to be listened to, I guess, essentially with headphones or just super high quality speakers. Yeah, because my, my speaker sounded awesome. When yeah, this happened. and so like if you had really good surround sound and stuff, it didn't sound like the. Are you trying to say my everything. TV setup is junk, man? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yeah. Well, you no. If your- if I was going strictly off my TV speakers, this probably would have sounded like shit. Yeah. But my sound bar threw this out awesome, 
And the thing is, it's really cool because it's it's switching between the boy, robot, and old Ford. Oh, if you you'll hear Anthony oh, Hopkins, yeah, yeah you hear his voice, and it's excellent. The key the key line, you're in my game now. Yeah, yeah. That line, I was like, oh, are you? Well, t- I'm not getting a little shiver, man. Well, he asked him, "Did you get what you wanted? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you find and, the key." And I was just like, and he's like, now the game is to find the door, and it begins where you end and ends where you began, or something like that. Yeah, something wild. Um, but now you're in my game. I love this scene, <laughs> and yes. it will find you. I was like, I, I get goosebumps just quoting it right there. Yeah. It was just like, ooh, you're doing powerful. Powerful, bro. and when he shoots him, you realize this is the old original style. Yeah, the face that separates. Yep. The face that separates. I was like, oh man, that's homage to the original movie yep. and all that stuff. And well, and to him fixing him, like in the uh, last yeah. season. Yeah. yeah, he's like, I don't think I need you, Robert. Bam, and just you know, smokes him. Uh, yeah, this is awesome. And then yet again, another beautiful scenic shot. Like, yeah, there's a little dead robot boy, but <laughs> like, I mean, we have Man in Black riding off. Into like an old western, um, so then we get to the scene where we have Dolores and Teddy, and this is their embrace scene. And he's like, "What does it, you know, what does it mean, Dolores? We've ridden for ten miles, and it's been nothing but blood, you know." And uh, she says, "I've seen the past, the present, and the, the future, future, and yeah. I know how it's going to end. It ends with us, Teddy. And yeah, I you know? think it does end with them, but I think one of them's going to have to kill each other. I, I don't. Well, you see, Teddy." Struggling with He's what struggling Dolores heavily has with become, all this. yeah, because Teddy's programmed to be the nice guy. Well, he's programmed to love her and everything, but she's also Wyatt, so she's also his mortal enemy, and she's just full on bloodthirsty. Yeah, she wants no humans. Yeah, yeah, I don't know the fact when she says it won't work if we just take over this world. Yeah, we have to take over their world too. Yeah. That's the whole Skynet shit right there. <laughs> yeah, there ain't no doubt. But. but do you think that they know about the other? She sure makes it sound convincing. The other worlds? Like, I mean, possibly. Like, I don't think she knows about the other parks. That, okay, that's what I was trying to say. She's saying their world. Yeah. Like and Westworld. Humans and everything, too. Um, and, and then she's assuming, and then wherever the other humans come from. Yeah. Um, I don't think she necessarily knows that there's other parks. I don't think so either. And I'm curious to see if Maeve has that kind of control over other parks as well. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, the Floki assault team arrives, and this is when we have the decomp bodies everywhere. And they go up to the Anthony Hopkins, roll over his body. Such a badass uh, dummy. Prosthetic yeah. dummy. Oh, this is that. so good. And... Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this I've is where I heard this to make sure. And he had a crater of human flesh with maggots in it. And my conclusion is Anthony Hopkins is deceased and is no longer part of the show. Well, his body, I think, is no the longer. Actor is no longer. His voice looks like it's still around. Um, his brain could potentially still be in one of these pods or something. Potentially Bernard. I feel like I want to say he's alive. You know, like there's another. You know, he's got another host of himself. Yeah. I want to so bad. That would be the coolest reveal ever if he just shows up randomly in episode six. It would be weird to think that he would allow himself to die for good without seeing this all the way through. You know, if he's able to upload a conscience or something like that, you know, if well, that's possible, then he could have created multiple versions of himself. I don't think they'll ever look like Anthony Hopkins anymore. I'm not ruling that out yet. 
I'm with you, Cash. I hope not. I and hope also, not. yeah, I'd love to see him again. What was a big thing last season? Like in like flies. What's the big thing this season? Maggots. So you got you're basing that off one episode. Yeah, easy been- Camacho. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of maggots floating around. I mean, I know that's going to be natural and everything, but on key characters. Did you see how much death's around? Come on, man. But that was what's cool, too. The show didn't miss. All the flies were on the wounds. Mm-hmm. You know, all these dead bodies, and there's like flies all over the wounds. I was like, that's so cool. Yeah. Good job. All right, so then they get back into these amazing-ass assault vehicles and are just driving everywhere, which, you know... Just beyond amazing. and Well, they look at a map, and it shows where all the hosts correct. are. That's yes. right. They show they're all gathered together. What are they doing? Who the fuck knows? And so they head over there, and they get to this cliff, and we found them. And there's this... Well, first they say, where is this water from? Because this water is not... On the map. On the map. This is not original. The water was never there. Um, and then there's all the bodies in there floating. Okay, this is a this is a huge mystery here. So if we were to say all this water came from was Somewhere. never here, how would you create a lake? Okay, this, this is like a, a sea. sea yeah, is what he <laughs> says. Um, what's weird about this is they show the little map thing and it shows all the hosts. Mm-hmm. There's like looks like a hundred thousand of them. Yeah, seems like at least a thousand, right? Yes. You look out in the water. It looks like it's very sporadic. Hundred? Yeah, maybe would, maybe two hundred at best. Okay, but. Dolores says something when he, she shoots the Native American dude. She said, "Not all, hosts. not everyone, gets to make the trip or something yeah. like that." Or Ford's the vision or something. Um, so it's almost like it ends with me and you, Teddy. You know, like they get to the edge of the water, and it's like, "Hey, sorry, the rest of y'all don't get to come." You know what I mean? Maybe, but there's also so hosts don't need oxygen to survive. She wants to infiltrate their world. So what's a good way to do that? Have a bunch of ones be dead, I'm using quotation marks, get sent out to the real world, and then you have them up and running. I don't know. That's a big stretch. You're in theory zone. That is a huge... I want to figure out how a sea was created. Have Bernard just randomly say, I killed all of these hosts? Well, he's my fault. Okay. One thing, though, Zach. This is an island. We've seen the machines that Ford had access Correct. to. The terraforming machines. So he, yeah. he could have just created an inlet. If you just dig a trench to the ocean, <laughs> yeah. it'll create this Well, I mean, spot. but to get it to stop right there and everything. I mean, I guess you do have a giant cliff and everything. Yeah, it's basically but... a levee. So, yeah, it's still crazy, though. Yeah. And it then that's telling created me that... its own beach, basically. <laughs> <laughs> His line was, I killed them all. All of them. You know, and then Floki is kind of really weird with him right beside him like that. And then they really showed this one body in the water. Was this person significant? It was, was Teddy, wasn't it? We were supposed to know. I thought it was, it was Teddy, Teddy, but it's I don't not. Think it is I Teddy. framed him. I, you know, you take a picture of Teddy when he's kissing Dolores, or they're about to. You know, they do a profile shot. I don't think it's and Teddy. And then they do the profile of the guy in the water. It is not the same person. I thought it was Teddy. I didn't think it was Teddy because I mean I was all bored with the zero days since Teddy's died and everything. But he didn't say I killed him. He said he killed him. He killed all of them. Almost like no, I wrote Ford. It he said I killed them, all of them. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he said, he said I. I. Why would how did Bernard have killed them? I think that's the whole deal. Is this is the this is the seven to ten days later, and so whatever it is, he did it. 
I mean, I, mean, this I, thought, is the, he's, I thought he's to me. He, it makes me feel like Bernard was created to be in the image of Arnold because Ford, that's what he wanted. Mm-hmm. But Arnold still won. The consciousness of Arnold took over his Bernard and has ended the park. And that is him saying, I've killed them. I did this. You know what I'm saying? So th- okay. what we saw was the conclusion of Westworld in the first episode. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, do you think we've seen the entire time frame of this season? I'm willing to bet that we've got a lot of what we're going to see is flashback. Yeah. Because we're going to see young William again. Because the preview was, blows my mind amazing of changing how I thought this season was going to go. But that's how the episode ends. and so It's it, not all flashback. There's no way. No, I'm just saying there's a lot of it. Because well, they is- show... Yeah, I always call him Billy Barnes because of Punisher, but, you know, William and his partner. Yeah. You yeah. know, he sent off naked. Um, they show, you know, down. I, I wrote it down. Like, the preview, I, I have at least 40 notes on just the previews alone for this. Do we want to talk about the preview, though? I Absolutely. <laughs> I definitely don't. I don't know, man. <sighs> I love living my life without previews and trailers. Oh, did you not watch it? Of course not. We're going to watch Westworld episode two. Like, there's no doubt. Dude, that's the thing. The preview was just as amazing as the episode itself. But it does give away a whole lot. <laughs> At least you think it gives away a whole lot. I feel lot. like they do. No, this was no bananas. No, okay. like, out of this world, bananas. Um, is that the end of the episode? That was yeah. the end of man. Okay. But so I don't know, man. I... Dude, come on. We got to talk about it, man. It was that good. But Cash is not going to be able to have any input on it. <laughs> He'll live. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, uh, signing off at this point. <laughs> I mean, think about it. All right. Cash, man, I hope you don't mind. But like, it shows Dolores in a nightdress in a city scene. It shows people at a party in a building in a city scene suddenly freeze like they're all hosts. It shows, um, you know, that guy who's Billy, not Billy Barnes. I can't remember what William's partner name Logan? was. Was Logan? Yeah, it was Logan. Logan, like he's freaked out looking around. It shows uh, Ed Harris in a, in a, and you know that Mexico uh, scene yeah. in season one? Who's the guy, though? Um, he was the one that was like Maximum, robbing the train. Yeah, I'm trying. Stuff. Yeah. It was Maximilia, wasn't it? I can't remember, remember his name. Anyway, he goes to their area and he gets They're surrounded. Together. Yeah. Um, you know, there's this old guy walking through a frozen scene of original season one when Jimmy, not Jimmy, young William, um, like him and him are walking around with everybody frozen. Like looking at everything. Like like analyzing everything. Like to me, it made me feel like Jimmy and them have just bought the park and this is one of his people analyzing all the hosts. This looks like young man in black when he first buys everything and he's coming in to make it like, Deciding what he wants and stuff. It's like, I don't know. Oh, God. I'm already pumped for you Sunday see, now. You see him looking at Dolores with his arms crossed and yeah. stuff like that. I and mean, he's real rough shade. He didn't, he's not real shade. He he looks like he did at the end of season one when he realizes Dolores doesn't even remember who he is. No, remember he goes, dark. he goes black hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he goes black hat. His, his expression, it looks just like that. Like, this is my park now. I'm going to make it the way I want it. And whoever this guy is... Um, is I mean, somebody analyzing the hosts is what it looked like. But the big drops of this preview... Oh, at the end. Are just... Maeve holding a samurai sword in Samurai Town. 
in geisha outfit. Yeah, full geisha. Oh my god! You know, uh, I'm gonna go watch the episode in the pre trailer. Yeah, um, <laughs> you, you've convinced me. And then it shows like a computer generated deal of some kind of, you know, like the, you know these computer robotic arms that are creating the hosts. Uh-huh. Then it shows it creating this red, looks like a, a cell or a consciousness deal like that, a sphere that has something very important the way it's designed. This is what I was talking about with Teddy and them coming together, Teddy and Dolores. This could be creating a embryo. I don't see any way that she's able to... Yeah, I I, I struggle with that. I struggle. I don't know. I don't know. I always say go back to like iRobot, which is kind of a silly Will Smith movie. Oh, I love that movie. But it's like they had all of the... All the robots had a brain, mm-hmm. and all he did was make a brain and a heart that can compete with each other. Yeah, that argue with each other, which basically created a human. Well, just the closest cre- thing to yeah. it. Yeah, just created an argumentative. <laughs> you know I mean, between the two, you could follow your heart or you follow your head. It's a moral um, conscious. Um, but I'm just saying, you know, I look at it like that. You know, where it's like maybe they're not creating a a, a living person from the two hosts but like something new so maybe like created from them yeah all right so cash this goes into your theory and what we were talking about and we waited to the end to talk about is is that they've been collecting dna to create clones and the way the preview makes it look like is is that you have a party scene going on in a a sky rise you know whatever in 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 the real world Mm-hmm. And suddenly they all freeze because you all realize those are not the real people. These are all hosts. And I think this is a scene where they're showing like young William is showing his partner. This is what real power is. I've deceived everyone or something like that. And Dolores is even, even in the scene like that. I think all this is flashback. Okay. You know, of how Delos, whatever like that. It has to be, you know, is what they've been doing during that 30 years under Ford's nose and different things of that nature or whatever. And that's how his company's become such a dominant giant giant. And the reason the park does so well, this, that or so on, because all this influence. And so I think all these scenes they show in that preview are the flashbacks of how young William became who he is as the man in black at his age. Now is Ed Harris and everything else. And that's, what's freaking cool. And so that's what I, you know, I mean, and imagine if they have already made and implemented clones, you right. know, already in the power and stuff. Then maybe Dolores finds that. I mean, th- this is way just it's, theory. It's and way on down, down a rabbit hole. But I mean, maybe she's able to take over the world because they already have the hosts and she can control them. But that's the thing is, this show has never shown a clone. No. If it is a clone, it's a robotic clone. Yes. It's not like you know a saying? true human clone. So unless they show a way of uploading consciousness to a clone that's, you know, robotic, mm-hmm. then they're really not making clones yet. No, because you have to program a person how to act, talk, and do this and so on. And you can't, you, don't, you can't know everybody's absolute mannerisms to exactly. make it look like, okay, that's them in real world. Which is the same thing we talk about with Ford. Right. Unless Ford found a way to upload his consciousness, then Ford's gone. Yes. You know right. what I'm saying? Even the little boy speaking to the man in black is kind of out there because you're like, well, that's not really Ford unless he was able to upload his conscious. That could just be a drone version that's saying what he's programmed him to say. True. So it's like, 
we just don't have enough information yet. It's like we talked about that underground bunker. The possibilities are endless if you have this kind of power of DNA. Right. If you have this level of technology and power and money, <laughs> you know, the, the world's the your sky's oyster. limit. Yeah. The influence is just insane. Imagination is your only thing holding you back. Yeah. It's, yeah. You know. I don't know. It's, um, but I mean, for Ford to program to find the man in black and everything with the little kid to say this line. That's as unbelievable as uploading well, your consciousness. Well, that could also be the whole deal is that nobody, you know, it's a mess with who's going to kill a host child or anything else. And if it should just come across it, it just happens to be his younger version. I, I, like I said, you can run the gambit on that as well. Yeah. I mean, like there, there's so many things that you have to you just. You couldn't have chose a better one though. No. You know, that's the reality. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that this show is just making us have faith for. And right now, all of my faith is in Ford just being an omni-god, essentially. <laughs> like, uh, I'm with you, man. I mean, I'm all for Ford coming in there and making a surprise return or something. I'm going to tell you right now, the whole thing of him talking to Man in Black and saying, you know, you're in my game door, now. you're in my game now, that was a game changer for the episode. That for, the, for the show. Like, yeah. I mean, because we've seen him have his power and everything, and until proven otherwise, like that just showed me how far ahead he is of everybody. And I can't believe that he's planned all of this and hasn't found a way to see it to fruition. But exactly. that's just me. Dude, kudos to Nolan. Kudos to everybody on the cast and crew. Kudos to yeah. the, the writing. I mean, the acting, the on. writing. It's Nolan and Joy. Yeah. Uh, Joy Reed. Is that her name? I'm pretty sure her name is awesome. And awesome. Yeah. At Twitter.com. <laughs> and um, yeah. this is the way it goes. So yeah, that's where it's at, man. Uh, you talk about salivating for our next episode. Do I have to really wait a whole week for this? Uh, it was tough. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is easily the best thing out there by a mile. There's yeah. <laughs> no doubt, man. It's it's really good. And how HBO has the budget, maybe that's why Game of Thrones didn't come out this year. They couldn't afford it <laughs> in Westworld yeah. in the same year again. <laughs> budget busters. Yeah. Guys, what did y'all think? Did y'all think it was as amazing as we did? Did you see other clues that we missed or things we talked about or are we dead wrong? Is Cash an idiot for 10 or 11 days? Yeah, we want to know what you think, yeah. man. Do you have any theories that we didn't touch on yeah, or that you yeah, want to yeah. expand on the ones we're, that we've given you? We're part of several groups in Westworld. We're part of, you know, we have our Facebook page, Bleed TV Podcast. is on Facebook. Twitter, Twitter, YouTube. YouTube. Leave us comments. We'll find a way to yeah, get back uh, to don't you. Have, you know, and if you listen in, great. Tell your friends. Subscribe. And if, you gotta, if you enjoy it, leave us a positive review on iTunes, man. It helps us out. Uh, but, you know, we're really digging the show. Hope y'all are, too. And we're going to hit it every week. And I uh, hope y'all tag in and continue to listen in with us. But uh, I think we're good, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Yep. Man, guys, this is Bleed TV. And we're going to call it a night. Uh, this is Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. Next week.